Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I might chip out, man. I got this, yeah. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to listen to Reese and Dan on the Ankle Pick Pod. Welcome back, Ankle Pickers. Welcome back to me, my long-awaited return. You guys miss me? I did. Oh, yeah, I did. You were off uh, across the pond doing country club stuff, I hear. Some big news to share? Yeah, I did hit a pitch and putt hole in one. And I'm, so that's a hole in one to me. It's a hole in one, but you got to kind of, you have to say that it was a pitch and putt. Shut up, country club. I'm pissed. I came in here all smiles, <laughs> and I just got bodied by these two for doing my best to, to promote the brand. Where are you promoting our brand, Reese? everywhere big tiktok went off you may have seen it maybe you didn't and my twitter was my twitter game was on point since everyone else was fucking being lazy little shits no big deal kobe was enjoying kobe was enjoying vacation ireland just to come back and body me and before we transition into our uh set the spread content i know we normally do all of our news and notes on our main episode but i i think it'd it'd be a, a It'd be wrong of me if I didn't give you, Reese, a platform to talk about the Red King, Rory McDonald, and his retirement. So I'm just going to let you go ahead for a second. It'll be quick, but, yeah, I I know Rory took his gloves after leaving the PFL octagon or cage, and he took them with him. He didn't lay them down. So I was hoping that maybe they were just uncomfortable whatever, but he officially announced his retirement. Sounds like his wife is very happy with the decision she took to social. And look, like, let's be real. He's one in five or something in his last six. He's put on some of the best fights ever. And, and he's an All absolute time. legend and pioneer to the sport. And, you know, I think getting out now is not the worst thing in the world. It was a tough loss this Saturday. But just hats off to, to Roy McDonald on a one hell of a career. I mean, just remarkable stuff that guy put on fighting for the UFC title, um, holding the Bellator title for a while, just a, a top-class fighter all around. Yeah, 100%. Good luck in the rest of his life, and, and we wish him the best. Yeah, and, I, and honestly, I'm so beyond happy that we had an opportunity to talk to him in Arlington and just be able to chop it up with him. Now knowing that he was retiring, it was really awesome to be able to see him in action one of his last fights. Something I'll always hold. Couldn't have said it any better. Um, it is a pay-per-view week, though. We have UFC 278, Kamaru Usman, and Leon Edwards, two. Um, Salt Lake City, Utah, Vivint Arena, 5 p.m. Central early prelims, 7 p.m. Central prelims, and 9 p.m. Central main card. Not only is the welterweight title up for grabs this week, I guess I kind of want to preface this a little bit. Kind of the pound for pound number one overall spot is up for grabs. I know that we've teased having our own rankings of that and then they're not being that important, but if Usman doesn't go out and absolutely dominate, it's probably Volk's spot, right? Can we agree with that? 
I'd be happy to give Volker right now, but I'm not so concerned with pound for pound. It just yep, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how often do you get a guy going into every title shot minus three, four hundred against the likes of Colby Covington, no less, and, and and Leon Edwards, no less. So, I mean, it's it's tough. Volk and Usman are so far and away the best, but excited to see him back in action. All right. Well, without further ado, we'll jump into settings and spreads. Reese couldn't stay away from the the Marab Devalishvili Jose Aldo. Oh, I got spammed it. So we're gonna stay away from that ourselves. Um, so the first fight that we're gonna roll through here, I believe it's the prelim main event, lightweight bout Leonardo Santos and Jared Gordon. Also, you gotta love my integrity. Gotta love it. Because uh, I, I could have pretended. Hey, it's integrity across the board here. Dan, when he accidentally saw a bunch of lines but didn't know if he had seen the lines, it's it's integrity across the board. That might be more stupidity, but. <laughs> we're, all, we're all smoking the integrity. Integrity. All right, let's go, Kobe. Mod- mod- can you just fucking moderate this shit before it gets off the wheel? Or all right, Dan. Lightweight bout. Leonardo Santos and Jerry Gordon. Wait, what's the score? I'm winning. I know it's that. It's 14-13, Reese. We do have okay, another one pre-recorded that we haven't spoiled the results of yet. Okay. Can you remind me, like, off camera, did I win that? No. What, what, am, I, what am I working with here? You're fucked. I'll remind you later. All right. It seems like I've got some competing to do. Um, Jared Flash Gordon is coming in. He's a uh, – Oh, he's listed it as Henzo Gracie. For some reason, I thought he was a Rufus Sport guy. Uh, maybe I have that mixed up in my head. He might have moved, but, honestly, after he got he, – he got slumped. And I remember he, when I was in Milwaukee, he got slumped and he moved. So, if he lost one or two, maybe he moved again. I know he was training with Bilal for a while and they were roommates. So, if that – if that, I think they're both up at Rufus Sport, right? Oh, that, then, then they might both be at Rufus Sport. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's got Henzo Gracie uh, – Hensel Gracie, I think New York listed. Yeah, that's um, what we're uh, Chukagian and uh, I mean a lot, a lot of a lot of great fighters train there. But he's coming off a loss to Grant Dawson. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was a slight dog in that fight. Um, but I mean, a, a loss to Grant Dawson isn't so concerning. Uh, on the other side, I'm, I'm more concerned about Santos being 42 years old at this point, also having lost to Grant, um, but more so concerned about that loss to Clay Guida since then. I know that Jared's got to be favored here, just um, being a full nine, 10 years younger than Santos. And uh, he has to, in my, in my head, been training up this, the Jits for this. I kind of want to go big. I don't, I don't know how big, um, but I'm pretty confident there's a two in front of it. So I'm going to go Jared Flash Gordon minus 250 on the uh, aging veteran Leonardo Santos. Yeah, my line coming in was around 250. And a huge part of it was the inactivity and Leonardo Santos being 42. Because he really is, I mean, in – in his mid thirties or when he was on the ultimate fighter Brazil or, or um, I mean, throughout his entire career, honestly, I don't even want to say he, he's been beyond talented and 
He's also managed to come in and finish guys like Stevie Ray, who's been doing well in the PFL recently. Um, not that long ago, but a lot of inactivity. He's very, very old, 42. And he was favored still in his last bout. I, I'll admit that that factored into my number a little bit. Yeah, and it was a quick loss. Now, with Jared Gordon, it's like I've always liked him. Um, I don't necessarily think he's a world beater by any means, but he's also no slouch. Um, and, and just going up this up and down this record, you see wins over Bill Algio, uh, Chris Fishgold, Joe Selecki. But that upper echelon of talent, he struggles. Unfortunately, a 42-year-old Leonardo Santos is not the upper echelon. I'm going to go 265 for Jared Flash Gordon. Uh, my number was going to be around 250. I, I think that if I'm going to shade somewhere, I imagine I got a shade on the, on the overside just because of uh, the last two drops, especially that Clay, Clay Guida one that Danny mentioned. Point Reese, 280, Gordon. 280, okay. I was close. Cool. Thank um, you for the anchor, Dan. All of these opened, what, two weeks ago on the fourth. Uh, minus 225, Gordon. So we are on to the main card. Recently, this one off. Light heavyweight bout. Tyson Pedro and Harry Hunsucker. I've been a humongous Tyson Pedro guy. Like, humongous forever for a really long time. And then out of nowhere, he had, like, a four-year layoff. Came back, dominated the guy that he should be dominating. But, I mean, this is less about Tyson Pedro and way more about Harry Hunsucker. Look, Harry Hunsucker is just a body at this point. He really should not be in the UFC, if we're being completely honest. Tyson Pedro very much should be. I'm going to take a page out of the um, – Alexander Romanov versus Chase Sherman fight. It feels that much of a, a shoe in. I'm going to shade on the lesser than that, though. That was minus 700. I'm going to go a, a little bit less than that because Tyson Pedro has proven to lose some fights. He probably shouldn't. Um, but Harry Hunsucker is just, I mean, this shouldn't be what it is. So I'm going to go Tyson Pedro minus 500 flat. And Danny can pick the over under on that. That's fine with me. Either way, Dan, you're, I, no matter what side you decide, I'm actually comfortable. I have no idea from there. Yeah, I, I, there's no real analysis I'm adding here. I'm deciding coin flip uh, what the number is inflated to. We already know it's huge. I mean, I, I agree with Reese 100%. Harry Hansucker has zero wins in the UFC, zero wins over UFC caliber, zero wins in the contender series. I'll go bigger. Give me 600. Hoping you'd go lower. You can go even bigger, minus 740 oh after God. opening minus 750. So, like, really quickly, great job, Dan. But, like, what's I'm not touching more, that. Heavyweights? But what's more of a lock in your mind, Alexander Romanov over Chase Sherman or Tyson Pedro over Harry Hunsucker? Are they really equals? Maybe, Romanov maybe. over Sherman, 100%. And if I'm playing this one, if I'm forced to play it, I'm not, like – finding a way to play Pedro. I'm just playing some kind of fight Pedro doesn't go the distance. Pedro sub, baby. That, uh, I'm, I'm playing some kind of fight doesn't go the distance. I'm leaving a, a back door open for fuckery. These are, these are heavyweights. These boys can swing. Yeah, to say the least. 
Wow. Speaking, I really didn't think I was going to say minus 500 and lose because I was too low. That might be a, a set the spread first. I thought you were coming in at 650 when you said you were going under, like, under, under eight. Just felt too high. Fuck me, though. Well, speaking of Alexander Romanov, next up we've got heavyweight bout Alexander Romanov and Marcin Tybura. Dan, go ahead and leave this one off. Undefeated Romanov, uh, I mean, his wrestling is phenomenal. King Kong, as they call him, uh, should have a pretty great stylistically advantage over Marcin Tybura if he's able to consistently get Marcin onto his butt. And I think that it's not going to be so tough for someone as skilled as Romanov and someone as athletic as Romanov. Um, Tybura is not a, a slouch by any means, but uh, I mean, we've seen no holds like the only fight I, I'm almost even drawn back to is the Juan Espino fight that looked even it was, a, it was a split decision. I thought that Romanov won it, but that was the only one that was even half competitive. And Espino is like a whole problem of a grappler to deal with. And if your game plan is going to be 15 minutes of grappling, 15 or 15 minutes with Juan Espino is a different ask than 15 minutes with Marcin Tybura. And that's why I think that we're, we're going to continue to see um, Romanov as a, as a huge favorite. I'm going to go Alexander Romanov minus 260. And I know it's a little big for I'm going higher. actual. Oh, really? I am. So then, yeah, then I don't have to really uh, give it a whole. Sorry. Give it any condition. It's big, but it, stylistically, if this was at any other way, it'd be, be, it'd be bigger. So my big thing is just like, I love Marcin Tibera. Like for me, I think he's going to drastically outperform his number. But when I look at a line like this, I mainly look at what we've seen from Romanov and the numbers we've seen out of him. And I think a 265 would be significantly the cheapest price we've ever gotten on him. And Juan Espino is, what, 150? Close to even. Was that his debut, though? Uh, Sometimes they, you know what I mean? Sometimes they get re-rating. He debuted like, against someone and smoked him. It was almost like, like Ilya a fake Tepuria, was like yeah, he debuted awesome. against Roque Martinez. Yeah, we, like, we we laid the bag on that, and then Rohiri De Lima, and then then Espino. Because Ilya Tapuria was was plus in his debut, and now he's never been less than minus like. But the Espino that minus one fifty is his third fight. We're talking about. Okay, that's actually decent. His third UFC fight. Um, his last couple though, it, correct me if I'm wrong, have been like minus seven hundred. Yeah, that, minus twenty two hundred to Chase Sherman. I mean, that's that. That's unheard of. And when I look at the difference between Chase Sherman and, and, and Tribura, it's massive. So I don't want to downplay that. It really is massive. But I, I think Romanov is just a serious, serious problem until you get into the top fives. Um, you said 260. I was thinking like 400, but because. Wow, the, but, wow, wow. wow. But, 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 but I am going to go a little lower just because I didn't realize how low his lines were like in the Juan Espino and, and prior to that. Um, so I'll just go 350. I'll still give you room. It's funny though, Reese, because what I was saying right before I handed it to you is that if this was not at heavyweight, if this was 205, it'd be more than 260. If it was at 185 it'd be even more and then the lighter the weight gets and the, the yeah. less variance you introduce into this fist fight uh because of the power 
I think that the stylistic matchup of Roman Roberts Tybura is really one sided for Roman. Yeah, I just thought that with the heavyweight, it'd be, well, it'd be so pretty what's close. So wild, let's, let's figure though, it out. Is if you're looking at a guy like Jarzina Rosenstrike, I agree with you more so. You're definitely right, still. You're definitely right, still. There's more variance in heavyweight. But when I'm looking at world beaters who can one punch KO, I, I don't think Tybura is like off the top of my tongue type name, you know? I mean, we saw Chase Sherman turn the tides against, uh, what was it, Baudo like a month ago? Oh, possible. Heavyweights like, have power. No, but, but like the, the stylistic matchup these two are going to employ does not necessarily conduce one punch. Like there's going to be more grappling than I think a lot of people expect. And Romanov's giant. <laughs> 435 oh look the 400 wow. wouldn't even have been bad look at that wow that's you. a big big number wow um, and again i mean Tybera's gonna outperform his number but like i'm not taking it that's a massive number i might take that uh, who's it away, really the I toughest competition 350 it opened at 350 no, open minus 240, but you can get Tybura 350 on DraftKings. Um, next fight spread. is the Bantamweight. Set, the, Go set ahead. the spread brought to you by DraftKings. Sorry, just need to Draft, plug it. Yeah, brought to you by DraftKings. Um, next fight is the Bantamweight about Murad Valjevili, Jose Aldo. GOAT! Uh, the GOAT! This one yeah. was spoiled. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that Reese is shouting about the GOAT, Jose Aldo. No, no, you're you had that correct. He's on the Mount Rushmore, Jose Aldo, the king of Rio. Nope, Mount Rushmore of MMA is Marab four times. I watched him cutting weight today and he was diving head first into hot tubs. Go, hot tubs or ice? I've seen the ice, the ice was ridiculous. Does this he dive in hot hot tubs, too? Because that's your responsibility. Does he take the cover off? Or does he just try to go through the cover? The hotel. The hotel has two hot tubs. And he tweets, the prep is over. Time to cut weight. And he stands on the middle island between the two hot tubs and just swan dived into the fucking hot tubs over and over again. This guy might not even make it to fight night. They don't make people like Marab. This guy's... They don't make people like Jose Aldo. I, I know we'll get into this on the main episode, and I don't want to sidetrack us here, but Jose, the line moving towards Jose Aldo is is it, it, at least I can sleep soundly knowing that. Well, you're not going to sleep soundly, kid. But Rob's going to pummel him. Um, there has been some movement since the toss-up open. All I knew is it was one ten each way at opener, one fifteen. Yeah, people have to bet on Jose. There's no way. No way. I bet it's 150, Murad. Should we make this worth a set the spread point? No. Um, Murad is your favorite, minus 125. All right, I'm glad I didn't. If we can make it a set the spread point, actually, if you want. <laughs> there, that's bullshit. Murad! The same people that are on Marab's dick are were all over the Cheeto Vera train, and Jose Aldo disposed of Cheeto Vera. Look who you're talking to, bro. I was never on the Cheeto train. I just rode Dom Cruz like an idiot. I don't. I don't include you in like public hype waves. You're, 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 obviously, you're on the Marab train, but that's a different. 
it's not because of Marab's recent success. You've always been on this train. I might take the, over. It's the same people that are jumping on the Marab train going into this Jose fight that were all over Cheeto going against Don Cruz. And for 10 minutes, they looked like idiots. But hopefully they listened to us and they were live betting the whole time. That was a great poll, by the way. But I was going to mention that on the main app. Um, next fight up. Uh, sorry. An interesting one. And we'll, we'll, you know, with one of these guys that's in there, you never know if this one's going to actually get fought or not, or at least at what weight. Middleweight bout Paula Costa and Luke Rockle back from what, a three year? His modeling. Hiatus. Yeah, I, I love that Kobe's calling, uh, or at least putting a little bit of shade on the Paulo side. Well deserved. I mean, Paulo was super unprofessional. I mean, the definition of unprofessional in, in his last fight. Well, but we're also dealing with Luke Rockhold, who hasn't often. won it since one more time. I said, you don't see people miss by 20 pounds often? I don't. No, no, no. But um, I just think it's funny that, like, we're talking about a guy who hasn't fought in three years as the more reliable side of a, of a fight that's booked. Did you guys see the um, the pictures that have been surfacing of what Paulo looks right now? I've seen I, him. Post, I've seen him post on Twitter. Dude, he's so fucking lean. He's definitely lost some muscle mass. He looks good. He looks like he's ready to go. Uh, anyways. I think he makes weight pretty easily. This will be Reese's to tee off for us. Paulo minus 250. Go ahead, Dan. Paulo minus 300. Wow. I, I know that I'm a hater. Maybe, maybe it's wow. Really against a world champion? Against a world champion who hasn't won a fight since 2017. Do you remember the do you know the last time that Luke Rockhold won a decision? Was it before or after Paulo got fucked in the ass by Adesanya? I'll tell you that it was before Kobe knew who fucking John Jones was. This is 2012, over a decade ago. That's the last time that Luke Rockhold won a decision. That's a lot. Plus, we talk about it all the time, but Luke Rockhold's a big time one foot in, one foot out guy. Maybe the biggest. I mean, he's especially at this point in his career, what are you doing? It's he literally he has he hasn't yeah he's up there one since 2017. What was McGregor doing in 2017? Like this sport had half a quarter maybe the fans it had the last time Luke Rockhold was winning in the octagon. Apollo's not a great matchup if 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 that chinny narrative is true. Jan Blahovich is not like an easy thing by any means, but neither is a punch from UL. I mean, and that punch from UL is, I mean, it's on my like bookmark list of some of the most brutal stuff I've ever seen in this sport. I love uh, you. But I love yeah, you. I, for me, I just don't see how this matchup is made and how Luke Rockhold, I, I was watching an interview he had with Brett Okamoto and he's like, Oh yeah. I think after one win, I'm in line for a title shot and I'm a, this kind that? of matchup. Rockhold is, is, is Rockhold talking all that? this. Yeah. It's, it's it, it, the delusion is ridiculous. I think it's going to be a one-sided beat down for Do as know middle as it lasts. Is Bisping calling this weekend? No idea. That might be weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm going to guess it's not the pay-per-view. It's going to be uh Well, it's Anakin Joe, Anakin. It's Joe, Anakin, who? You DC. think Joe's going out to yeah, Utah? You think they've right. got, like, weed in Utah and, like, mushrooms to microdose in Utah? Joe's not going out there. Anyways, we do have a line on this one. It opened 260. It's sitting 315, Costa. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Poha for the Brazilian. Good pick, Dan. 2-2. Which, by the way, I – actually, I'll get to it after this. Continue. 2-2. Two, two. Save it for the main up. Welterweight, title bout, Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards. Dan's going to lead this one off. Leon minus – oh, sorry, Dan's going first. Dan's going first. And I'm gonna <laughs> you, trying to like, you trying to, like, play me here? Like, I'm just going to – Pull a whole Jeff Neal. Leon and, uh, like yeah, Shavkat no. <laughs> plus three fifty. Um, when he said Neil Magny minus, I oh yeah, sorry, shit myself. Kamara's favorite. Leon, you if you want to give me the, the the set the spread point, we can end the analysis and you can say Leon Edwards. Um, the interesting thing about Leon is. All the question marks. I mean, obviously, he's spoken in the same conversation, the same sentiment as as the best welterweights in the world. And, I mean, there's no reason to say he's not. He hasn't lost since yeah, the last time he fought Kamaru. He right, he hasn't lost since the, since the last time he fought Kamaru. And he essentially walked through Nate Diaz. He's been extremely inactive, and he got wobbled off a of- Fucking slap followed by a left cross. <laughs> All right. I mean, go go ahead and and uh and and take Leon here. But I'm hosing Leon, but I'm still taking a minus. Continue. It, it's it's the way, where my number's coming in has a lot to do with where my number and where the number closed for the second Colby Covington fight. Mm. And it's because as good as Kamaru is and as much respect as he is and as great pound for pound, number one, maybe the best fighter in the world on the planet today. Um, the welterweight division is not a weak one, not whatsoever. There are some real contenders here. And I think that Leon Edwards is, at least by odds makers, held with the exact same respect as guys like Colby and guys like Gilbert, even though Kamaru has had zero problems with those guys. And so I'm going to put this number very close to the the last Colby one. Um, Just because I don't see it moving that much. I'm looking at the the Gilbert Burns fight. It closes at 280. George Masvidal, too, it's closing at 350. Colby Covington, too, it's closing at 310. He he likes that kind of, or not he likes, but odds makers for Kamaru Usman fights like that 300, 350 window. It it, it's seems like regardless of the matchup, because those are very different matchups. They like that uh, that window. And so I'm going to go 320. I see the 310 for Colby, uh, and I, I tend to think that Colby gets a little bit more respect than any of these other welterweights at this point against Kamaru Usman. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a very similar line to what we've seen throughout – Kamaru's title I mean, it's it's really been predictable in terms of set the spread honestly Danny stole my reasoning right out from under me that that range of where Kamaru is 
Um, I just think he's going to be on the higher end of the range, if not surpassing the range with this one, just because of inactivity out of Leon's side. You know, when you look at guys like Colby Covington, you imagine that he will fare better or Dorino will fare better against Kamaru than I put Leon similar in the George Mazadal camp, but George Mazadal has the stardom. Like Leon's more talented, but Mazadal has that like fame going into it that helps the line a little bit. So oh, yeah, I want to ask a question, but I don't think I'm allowed to. What? Because, sorry, I, this is bad podcasting, bad radio. But I'm looking at this uh, Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz line that's minus 500 Leon. And I'm yeah. trying to compare it to how the market um, is respecting Leon versus a guy like Hamzat who's slated to fight uh, Nate Diaz at 279. But obviously that's going to ruin a a later episode if I'm asking that follow-up comparison question. So I, I, I don't think it's doable. And then that, sorry for taking us on this tangent, but I want to do, I don't know. Well, that, you're that's right what about I was bad podcasting, bad radio. Yeah. So he's not just busting my balls today. It's you too, man. Yeah, Country Kobe, Kobe's on one. Country it must be the jet lag. Dude, he comes back from across the pond and just rips us new ones. What the no, heck? it's not the jet lag. You know what it is? Country Club's got this. It, it, he's 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 entered into his ultimate pinnacle cringe era. He's triple C Country Club Kobe. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> now now that he's got the hole in one, it's all it's it's too confident. He, he's confident Country Club Kobe. I like it. The king triple of C cringe. quadruple C king of cringe. The king of cringe Country Club Kobe. <laughs> Love it. Okay, long story short, Dan did 320. I'm going to do 330. I think it's going to be 360, but this game is too important to be playing those games. 330. Opened back in January at 300. No way it hasn't steamed. No way. But not so now. much, like to 320. 325. Oh, fuck. Poha! What's the bounce? Poha, poha, I mean, Reese yeah. takes the win. Make it hard. 13 lead in 2022. That's all I got. Also, Kobe, you're going to have to do a lot of math but leading into the main app because women's dogs were on fire. Got it. Got it. Poha. We needed that, boys, for the brand. Reese, give us that one to close us up. Go check our TikTok. Go check our Twitter if you want to see people roast me from Saturday. But our TikTok's been popping off. Thank you for all the support, as always. And your boy is still off to that lead. Oh, ha! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.